welcome to 2022. What are you doing that's brand new? We're brand new, new look, new year, new everything. How are you operating in this new season? Are you operating in pride, corporate-driven branding? Or are you operating in ease, independently-driven flow? We need to operate in peace as we begin to collaborate, build, and grow. Because ain't nobody got time to put as much work as we do Can I get an amen in and not see success? I'm going for success to build legacy. What are you going for? Christine to live the dream. This is Taj McCameron. Love, faith, peace, and blessings. Till next time. Peace. Hello, this is Taj McCameron from Steam to Live the Dream, and this is technically a part two to the first message where I was explaining about my love of music. Now, I kind of start off with the one thing I kind of forgot to tell y'all about. My second favorite, this is how you know I'm in love with music. I've watched every music TV show, Empire, Bomb star bomb I'm trying to get away from queens because I'm too I'm I'm Christian I shouldn't be listening to all my cussing but I love music (laughs) and I get inspiration when I listen to them going to them ciphers I just get lit I'm sorry (laughs) I love music I went back and looked at part of the episode What's today? Monday or Tuesday? Monday. Tomorrow's Tuesday. The episode for the new episode comes on tomorrow of Queens. I gotta pray about whether I'm gonna watch it or not because I'm trying to get away from these things. Dusting fan. When I say I've watched every, I watched Brandy's reality show when she was pregnant with her daughter. I've watched all of the reality shows that Brandy was in. Meaning I watched her and her family do their family values show. I watched all of the Braxton family values. I stopped watching it towards these latter years because I kind of got away from it. Because it was just getting too racy sometime. Um, And I don't appreciate ratchetness i've seen tamar and vince i've seen all of tamar's tv series i saw (laughs) um and i i have my respect for tamar in this way in this way only she pushed herself to give herself during the time period when she was going through one of the biggest cardiac issues that 
she'd ever gone through and she didn't know she was going through it and she pushed for her friends at that time and the same friends that she pushed to go to their events and stretched her day and took three flights and did that and the other thing they didn't even show up to the hospital when she was in the hospital and she they were off her friendship list right after that sadly enough she respectfully made a comment when when the husband of that couple passed but I don't know if she rekindled the relationship with the wife or not because she stretched herself during a time period where she could have almost died and she pushed herself you should never push yourself and be in such a hustle for your career that you put your life in danger I've seen that happen with a friend of mine went through cancer two bouts of COVID but that girl is strong let me say girl strong and she's been in that world she's had access to people like Usher she knew Joe Jackson she knew a bunch of people the girl is strong one of the biggest supportive people that I know I connected with her right after Pike passed and we've been friends ever since. If you ever want to find any of her art, go to Art Supernova on Instagram. But because she's a great artist. 100% legit. But um see I love my friends enough that I'll put them on my own talk show so uh when it comes down to it I just love music to the point this is how much you know I love music I've seen every tv show I've watched every tv movie that talked I've seen the Jackson movie I've seen the um, New Edition movie. I've seen New Edition movie a couple of times. I've seen Tina Turner. Oh my God, the music. I I could not wait for the Aretha Franklin movie to come out. That was like a most recent experience in my music movies. Um, who else did I see? Um... I've seen all of the Whitney ones except for Whitney and Bobby Brown. Was it Whitney and Bobby Brown? Yeah. I've seen the actual movies with the actual entertainers. Meaning, I've seen The Bodyguard. I've seen Glitter. I've seen... Um, you name it. I just done seen it all. Damn. <laughs> what did I say? I love music. Jesus don't hold it against me <laughs> I love music whole bodyguard soundtrack still to this day queen of the night and what's the name of it I'm your baby tonight still my favorite songs to this day <laughs> to this day I love me some Whitney <laughs> But I kind of liked Whitney. I love I'm Your Baby Tonight and I love 
queen of the night, but like my mom used to always threaten me with, I will run to you. That's an inside joke. I'll explain it later. <laughs> um, and what else? I love Whitney's last album that she came out with. Um, what's the name of that? Oh, I'll put the songs in, in the playlist for this this episode. Don't don't you worry. We gonna have fun with the playlist for this week because we're doing Tuesdays and Thursdays. I think that's gonna be our our days for now. Um time you listen to this it'll be Thursday (laughs) but (sighs) I just I love my music and with that being said let's get into the real topic of the matter that is the reason that has held me up from pursuing my music like that. I write it. I had a whole notebook. Don't know where that notebook went. I remember I was in a grocery store and I had to go to the bathroom. I was in a rush and I left my bag. When I came back, that bag was gone. My wallet was gone. My keys were gone. My IDs were gone. And the notebook with all my music was gone. But bless Jesus, I was able to rewrite all of those songs. Except for a couple of them. I'm trying to get... I gotta get back into the headspace to do that. I might do some writing tonight. I don't know. I pray about it. The Lord will give it back to me. Who knows and he gives it back it'll always be better than what he gave me the first time but man when I sat down and I started writing my songs and I started to put things in order I always pray when I pray over my music because I do I'm a Christian I pray I pray over everything it's I live a prayer filled life When I pray, I pray about, is this what God wants me to write? At the end of the day, I have a story to tell. My life has not been easy. My life has not been peachy keen. And I'm not going to sit up there and lie and say, praise Jesus, all Elohim, almighty God, for all he has done in my life. And not tell you. Yeah. I went through that. See. I was listening to a radio broadcast. Who was talking about. CRM music. And it really. Made me think. Because the thing that I did not know. Is that Katy Perry. Actually started off in Christian music. She was trying to break into the industry. In Christian music. But she had such a hard time because you see, the thing about CRM, Christian, religious music, what have you, 
is that it allots for you to praise all Elohim, praise Jesus, love on God, but you cannot tell, I had this problem. I had that problem. I had the other problem. For the people in the back that had porn addictions, for the people in the back that had sexual molestation, for the people in the back that were molested as a child, for the people in the back. <laughs> for those people that had drug addiction, drinking addictions, issues where they were uh, cheating on their wives and sleeping with mistresses. CRM music won't let you talk about I was. I went through that and I was delivered. Because you see what happens in CRM music is this. They will tell you, praise all Elohim, but don't talk about your dirt. As we know, God has forgotten our sins. He casts them away. They have been cast into the Dead Sea. They have been forgotten. So, yes, we should let them go. But if it is in the word of God that says... That people are delivered by the words of our testimony. I was listening to a minister the other day. She was making the point of saying, I think it was just last night. She was saying that it's through the words of our testimony. And when we testify, I almost died from that. I used to be a drinker, a sinner, a this, a that. But I came to Jesus and look at me now. Now, let's be honest. Some people can't say that they completely delivered. Let's be honest. Some people will go into secular music and they will end up sinning more as a Christian than they were when they were walking with God completely. And I believe that is the reason that a lot of Christians will vilify a Christian going into secular music. But I've heard of people like, let's say Kim. Kim is a Christian R&B artist who openly admit, I saw an interview with him about two weeks ago. It was talking about when he first came out with, I think, uh, was it the last album that he came out with about nine months ago? Or was it the album before last? And he was talking about how when he met his wife and his, how she took him to the church and all that kind of stuff. I was so shocked because I listened to a lot of his music. And I was like, wow, I didn't know he was that dedicated to God. Because when you think secular artists, you're thinking they secular. But he is a secular artist that is devoted to God. And his music reflects that. Which goes to show that you can go into secular music if you know what you're doing and you got the right people around you that you will not become impeded by the industry. But then the flip side of that is if you try to go into gospel music and try to tell the fullness of your story, Christian, religious, music, CRM, it's like they vilify you. Dietrich Haddon was legitly vilified for the fact that he openly talked about uh, the fact that he 
left his first wife, had a child outside of marriage, and then married the woman he had a child with. Sounds to me like uh, David in the Bible. Do we not remember? <sighs> Don't we remember David? Hmm. ostracized and talked all bad about and I was just sitting there listening to his music before I decided to record these episodes and I said to myself I've been in prayer a lot when it came down to what it was that I wanted to do because I hear music because I listen to such music I'll admit when I was 12 years old before I really started singing music like I used to I used to hear it I'd listen to music, listen, 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 listen to music, like, fill myself with it. I'd be sitting there listening to it for like several hours, watching music videos, and then all of a sudden, I'd lay down to go to bed, and then all of a sudden, I would hear this beat, and it'd be 100% legit, new, and fresh, and I would be like, oh, that's that song, let me start, and I'd start singing the song, but I, I was 12 years old, I wasn't thinking about that, I wasn't thinking, let me sit down and write this down, God was giving me lyrics. And I didn't know what that was. Um, when I first started to sit down and write music, about five years ago, I started writing music and there was this element to my desire and my love of writing it that I would start writing what was in my heart about music and what started as poetry because it all my songs I have a writing process and this is my writing process very simple I have a course where I teach where I talk about this very simple I get my 10 points or 20 points, whatever the points were that inspired me to want to write in the first place. Write all those down. Then I will take those points and I will start to find my rhythm, find my beat, and I will do a um, spoken word poetic piece. Full spoken word piece. Then I will take that full spoken word piece and I will break it down into, because I've always felt this way. And maybe it's respectful to some musicians that feel this way. But to me, I've always looked at a song as a poem. Pre-chorus. Chorus. Post-chorus. Pre-chorus. Chorus. Post-chorus. Bridge. Exit. So I would take that same spoken word piece and I'd break it down. Pre-chorus, chorus, post-chorus. Pre-chorus, po- pre-chorus, chorus, post-chorus. Bridge, exit. I was listening to a beat maker the other day and he said, Don't nobody make bridges no more! You know they write? And I'm a lover of beat. I can This is why when I sit and I listen to music, I'm like, I want to do a Let's just say a hit song. I want all my songs to be hit songs, but I want my songs to have that hit and beat where it's like where you have that 
throbbing me in the back. That glides in, you know, that undertone of tonal beat that just thumps in the background. There's some that have that song that jumps bass, meaning if you hear it in your earphones, it goes from left speaker to right speaker to left speaker. I'm gonna do something like that. But I won't have, I won't have that jazzy saxophone saxophone I have a recording of some saxophone pieces from a live band and I listen to that saxophone player tow that sax up that night <laughs> it was amazing the guy at the guy that was running that ran the band kept coming to me because I was front row that night and he kept coming to me I came four weeks in a row the whole time that they were there he said like, you sing right you sing you want I was like yeah, I do. And I showed him a, a, a piece that I used to create my music. And we talked a couple of times that I came there, but we never really came up with nothing. But I was like, man. <laughs> and it's like, it really gave me a point of contact to make me say, I could possibly really do something with this. Like 100% legitimately. That'd be so awesome. To 100% legitimately do something with this. Because people just identify it on me. And they see me. Do you sing? Do you sing? That's the first thing they ask me. I can be just sitting still. I don't have to be singing. That night I that guy walked up to me the first time. 100 legit. I was sitting there. I had on a brown leather coat, um, long dreadlocks, and a winter hat that night. I was just sitting there enjoying the jazz music. And he walked up to me and said, you sing? I was like, is it is it plastered on my face somewhere? It's just, how do these people know that I sing? But, um, yeah. And my problem has always been I was talking to my Christian friends, and when I tell them about my music desires, the first thing they say is, oh, you don't want to get involved with that, because that's too secular. You don't want to become a secular, you will get lost in it. These, these artists, they, they go into secular music thinking they're going to talk about God, look at what happens. I was literally listening to a minister, a apostle, I love to listen to, he's like, Matter of fact, actually, he's, he prophesied to me. I'm not going to say what he prophesied, but he, he called me on the phone and prophesied to me. That's how much I know this guy. And he was talking today about what are we doing in the church and the church being too theatrical and concert performance like we in the club instead of being the church. And it kind of makes you feel like you're being vilified for having a passionate love for Christ and wanting to express it musically the way you hear it. Because when I hear, I hear the saxophones. I hear them low cut beats. I hear the high cut beats. I hear the the claps and the the the, the tambourine and the and the um not tambourine but the um the tambourine the 
violin and the guitar and the Spanish guitar and the this and the that. I hear it. I hear it. I could sit down and write an entire song. And if I go back and I'm listening to some music, I remember one night I was sitting there listening to Anderson Packy, Mrs. Wright. I listened to that song 15 times that night. But the only reason I did that, and I'm going to tell you why. Because while I was listening to the song, I was listening to my, um, I was looking at my lyrics. And the beat playing in the background of that song, while I was listening, I heard the beats for every song that I had written. And I just started writing. This song should have this tempo, beat, guitar, uh, whatchamacallit. Um, saxophone here, this here, this thump, this thing, this thing, this thing, right, uh, uh, maraca here, this here, um, what do you call it, certain type of drum beat here, that kind of beat there, boy, stop playing with me, I can hear it. But when I went back and I looked at my lyrics, this is the thing. I will go back and I look at my lyrics. I'd be like, God, this ain't really gospel though. And I remember multiple times having dreams. And I would pray sometimes and I'd be like, God, is this, do you want me going gospel? God, do you want me to, church would hate for me to say this but I don't think I'm called to gospel music at least not to the original degree of it I was sitting there listening to Dietrich Haddon last night and I was like man listening to Dietrich Haddon just before I recorded this I was like man that beat hit me so hard for his song Glory because it was a point in the song where he, he had this beat and it just the way that it intermingled with itself was like, oh, this is so good. It was just one note segment. Same thing happened. I was listening to the live performance of Beyonce with Destiny's Child of Say My Name on the Coachella, there was a beat section that was less than one minute long. And in it, it was this one beat sound. I was like, that's it, boy, that's it. I hear beats and they be like less than 30 seconds long and I'd be like, that, I gotta use that. I don't know where I gotta use that at, but I gotta use that beat right there. I want. I don't want the backgrounds. I don't want the audios. I don't want the stopping the beat. And I just want that audio right there. That snippet clip right there. <laughs> That's how I hear music. I love music. If you don't understand. my fight has been do I go secular do I go gospel 
And then you have artists like Kim, that is a secular artist, but you hear God all over his music. Then you have people like Dietrich Haddon, who's a gospel musician that gets vilified for his openness of his sins. And I'm like, what are we doing? As Christians, we know that we will be persecuted for following God. We will be persecuted for our own sins. And we all have them. But if the sin that I went through and came out of testifies to somebody that's going through that sin right now and they're like, I need help. And there's a lot of people if you look at the world today that need help, they don't know how to get out of addiction, porn addiction, masturbation addiction, uh, drinking, drugs. They went through child molestation. They had daddy issues. They single, but they still ready to mingle. But they won't get married someday. But they ain't willing to let go. What are we doing? I want to do music. But when I do music, I want to be me. I have a coach. And she's told me before. You're more than a friction writer. You're a writer. Period. You're a screenwriter. You you should be doing pieces that uh, are for the screen. I fell in love with Michael Jackson for one reason. The way that he created cinematography for the film Smooth Criminal and Ghost was ingenious. Thriller, ingenious. The longest music videos we've ever seen. So, we know that had he not been impeded at the time that he was going through what he was going through from 1993, 2003, all of these types of things, I think he would have made music, film, visual documentaries beyond what we ever would have imagined. By the time Beyonce got around to doing it, it would have been almost a joke. Sorry to say that, but yes. But Beyonce came around and she started doing it and you got to see what a visual documentary really looked like. I know the type of impact I want to make visually with my music. Matter of fact, when I write my songs, I see the visuals already. I already have dictated and written understandings of what I want to do for visual albums. My debate, my fight has been, is this God what you want? Because I remember I was talking to that same woman. I don't know whether I said that in the beginning of this or in the middle of the last. I think it was in the middle of the last one. When she told me, sing and don't let it nothing ever stop you doing, doing your singing. She said that she loved secular music. But when she became a child of God, she knew she had to put down secular music. I'm going to be honest with you. I still listen to secular music. I do. I'm 
I try to be as cautious as possible about what I'm listening to when I listen to my secular music. I try to listen to as clean as possible. Try to cut back on making sure that it's not too overly sexualized. Is it clear? Is it clean? There's a couple songs that I listen to that are borderline. But, yeah. Because... It's something about that R&B feel that I love. And I'm fighting because I'm like, do I want to do that kind of alternative gospel that where you get your rap? Baby, let me tell you something. I can get into one of my spoken word flows that will be like... So when I sit and I listen to songs like Bigger, I hear all that in there. And I'm like, man, what would this be like in gospel? How we do that for gospel? How we So I'm 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 in that in-between. Am I a secular artist or am I an alternative? Christian gospel artist. I haven't found what that is, but I know one thing. One thing for certain and two things for sure. Whatever I do is going to honor God. Whether it's forefrontedly as a full-on, full-fledged gospel Christian or it's mixed in where you hear God in the midst of it and you'd be like, wait a minute, this is a gospel song. Yeah. God gonna be in it somewhere. <laughs> he gonna get the glory somewhere. Cause God got me. <laughs> know that. God's gonna have his day. God's gonna have his glory. God's gonna get his out of my story. It's just right now I'm in that state 
what's my sound? Where do I really want to go with this? And that's where my heart is. Can you love God and either enter into secular music or can you love God and be a gospel artist and really tell your truth to the fullness of it? Because it's a journey. I want to take you through my journey. Let's walk through it together. And that's where I'm at. That's where I'm at. So, I hope this blessed you. This is Taj McCameron. And forcing you to live the dream. Love, faith, peace, and blessings. I love you with the love of Jesus. Peace. Hello, this is Taj McCameron, and I'd like to discuss tonight about something that has become close to my heart. Kingdom, creative, connective, collective. This is my new community. In it, we are offering you the opportunity to come into a community where you will learn, you will grow, you will find support, you will find content, you will find encouragement, enlightenment, empowerment, and it'll be a safe space for you to express your feelings and get the intellectual understanding of things that you may not understand about the very industries that you're desiring to go into. How so? A lot of people look at the industries, whether it be fashion, whether it be music, entertainment, acting, dancing, singing, whatever it is. They all have a viewpoint of what it looks like. Oh, it looks like it's fun. Oh, it looks like it's what have you. Then there's also the fact of some understand that it is hard work, but there's another side to it. It's that third wall. It's the fact of the matter that it's more than just being hard work. It's the fact that you're going into a space, a place, and an experience that you don't have understanding of. It's understanding the fact that you're going into an uncharted territory and the people there know better how to operate it than you do. And the fact of the matter is it's like you're going into a den of wolves. It's like you're seeing a bunch of wolves in sheep's clothing. 
there are people in those industries that will smile in your face and eat you up in the next second. You need to know how, which way to go, and where. And this is my heart. Several years ago, I saw a video on YouTube about a young woman. She was vlogging about having had been in the industry and how she went in with the best intentions in the world to get and to help other people. She was going to be a model, a role model, and do all of these types of things. She got in there and somebody caught her up. They promised her the world and led her into a lifestyle that she was not appreciative of. And it took her some time to get out and she was in the middle of her healing process. But I saw this woman crying her eyes out and I said, to myself, if I ever had the opportunity, how could I help somebody else? The creative kingdom, creative, connective, collective is that opportunity. It's the opportunity to bring people together, get them focused on what it is that is the real importance of what you're trying to do how you're trying to do it knowing what that purpose is sticking to that purpose and not swaying on your ethical and moral boundaries when you start to see change in your life understanding that you have to remain aware of your parameters at all times understanding that what it is that you're walking into is uncharted territory and you have to have people around you that are going to protect you some of the most influential entertainers you see in those industries if you ever really closely listen to their stories what is the first thing they already always say I had a team of people I had my mom I had my dad I had family members that were supporting me I had a team of people of friends close friends, boyfriend, whatever it was, but they had people around them that were watching their back while they were growing. And the reason they were able to be successful is they had those people to be the jumping board. You listen to people like Alicia Keys, where she said that she was uh, in a relationship with somebody and they went in together. And between that relationship, I think, her mother and I think it was a a uncle or cousin all three of them together protected her when she was going in and then the people that were in there that she came across that mentored her or walked with her kept her on a straight and narrow and that's why she's still able to be in the industry the way she is because she had the walls of the people that were protecting her you can't just go in there blind with no protection you will get run over know what it is understand 
the way that it works ins and outs. Most people don't know the simple things. The fact that you sign a contract, you owe that money back to the company. And every time you sit up there and you pay for a lavish dinner and pay for a lavish this and pay for a lavish that, that's coming out of the money that they gave you. Even if they're going to dinner with you, they're, they're using your credit card that they put money on in order to pay for that dinner, not their credit card. They're using your money every time you go out. You want to go in a limo? You want to do? They're using your money that you're borrowing from the company to pay for that. And then you owe that money back to them. There's so many little tips and twisted tricks. Uh, the V8 Summit. Before they had the V8 Summit this year, last year when they were setting up to do the V8 Summit, there were some little uh, contractual agreements in the contract that were uh, stipulations that could mess up a performer if they were unable to perform the shows in the case that the V8 Summit was canceled due to what's going on in our society. You have to be able to read between the lines and you have to have people around you that are going to protect you. Know what, where, and how you can operate in these places. That's what the create that's what the kingdom creative connective collective is. It's a place that you will learn, that you, you'll be able to talk about these things, ask questions. You'll be able to uh, work together. And I'm, we're also in the process right now of uh, working on Clubhouse. I've had the opportunity to be in Clubhouse rooms with people that are in these industries and listen to conversations where I learn even more of this stuff. What I plan to do is connect to those groups. And it's like it's going to be a place that you will be able to learn and to grow. That's what the kingdom creative connective collective is all about it's a safe place for you to learn and we hope to grow it to a point that it's not only the safe place for you to learn but a creative community that you will be able to find collaborate and connect with the people that you will walk into these industries with and they will become your safety net and your safety circle so that when you go in you're not going in alone that's my point for this so if you want to join the kingdom creative connective collective find us on facebook search out the facebook group and under Steam to Live the Dream, the Facebook page, I believe, there is a group for the kingdom, creative, connective, collective. Stay on top of the articles. But we're currently right now working on the website membership and having a containment area for you guys to actually communicate and hang out. If you're interested, come join us. As a kingdom, creative, connective, collective. Until then, see you soon.
Hello, my name's Taj McCameron. Are you a storyteller? The one thing I've determined that most creators are, are they're storytellers. They just try to package their story in multiple different forms of packaging. A musician is a storyteller through music. A marketer is a storyteller through advertising. A actor is a storyteller on stage. A performer is a storyteller in performance. A movie actor is an actor that tells a visual picture. Are you a storyteller? Do you have a story in your gut? Whether it's your testimony, your life story, your experiences, the thing in you that is your life. Do you have a story? What's your story? A lot of us have a story of untapped potential that we do not understand. What's your story? A lot of us are stuck in dead-end jobs jobs that we don't want because we have to pay for the bills, feed the family, help out around the house, take care of our responsibilities. Or maybe we're in the corporate world and we've got the good job, but we feel like we're not living up to the fullest of our potential. Or worse, we're living in the projects and poverty and we don't know how to get out. There's a scream in our gut and we don't know how to get to where we're trying to go. But we all have a story. What's your story? Let me help you story. This is Taj McCameron from Steam to Live the Dream. Welcome to your story.